Welcome to the Below Average Gentleman Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Wesley, Jeff, and Guerra. Welcome in June 17th. It's time for the AFC North Fantasy Outlook. We're pumped. Yeah. Me and Manny are pumped. Yeah, I'm pumped. And then we got you got me in studio, Wes, Jeff, and of course, as we just mentioned, it's Manny. I'm really excited, boys. <laughs> hey, why don't you just add me to the intro music real quick? Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he's more. On there. Shout out Weddo. Your, your boy's more consistent than you are. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. But uh, let me be the fourth guy. I'm not, I don't want to take over. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Wesley BAG, at Twin Thunder BAG, at Weddo BAG, and at Bagman Pod for the actual don't Twitter for, page. Don't forget about TikTok. Run by our social media manager, Jeff. Ooh, we're on it, dude. <laughs> we're making some cool ass TikToks. <laughs> Very questionable. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the AFC North, let's talk about some news around the league. And first and foremost, like we have to do every week every week. Let's start out with the Aaron Rodgers watch. All right, President Mark of Murphy course. this week said Aaron Rodgers is a complicated fella. Which I mean, that's kind of like a underhanded, you know, oh, yeah. jab at him there. Rodgers, of course, he did not show up for the mandatory minicamp. And now uh, James Jones the other day on Pat McAfee's podcast, he he officially said that he offered to mediate it if the Packers would reach out to him. And he James Jones guarantees he can fix the situation. James Jones, a wide, former wide receiver, right? Yeah. yeah. Packers wide receiver. Why does he think that he would be the deciding? Well, he's good friends with Rodgers still, and, like he has, and he still maintains good – like good communication with Mark Murphy and some of these guys from the Packers he still work for the Packers? No. Okay. No, he's he's has nothing to do with it. Well, Manny the other day was <laughs> sending out like he guarantees Rodgers ain't playing for the Packers. He ain't coming right? back. He ain't coming back. And then Jay Glazer got on there and he was telling he pretty much put out there Rodgers is firm in his stance. He does not want to he still does not want to come back and and pretty much encouraged all these other teams continue to call the Packers because yeah. at some point the Packers, you know, they're going to fold. You get that crack in the armor, yeah. and they're going to be like, like screw it, trade him. Jordan mm-hmm. loves to great, right? That's all we've been hearing. <laughs> I mean, if you were running the, the Packers, you want something. If you're not going to get Rodgers, get something for him. I mean, it's not like it's not like someone's gonna, not going to give a first-round pick for him. Oh yeah, at, at the minimum, at, you know? especially something that's really close. Yeah, <clears throat> Broncos, Raiders, <laughs> it's gonna happen. All right, so just a a recap. You know, something we talked about last week. We talked about we were pretty hyped about Irv Smith last week, and pretty much it was very quickly after we put out our podcast. It then came out. You know, you get the notification on Sleeper, and here you you know, Coach Mike Zimmer says Irv Smith's role won't grow in twenty twenty one. Thanks, Coach. How does that make any sense? Like, they lost their supposed number one tight end. He's he's a good tight end. He's young. He's baller. Why why wouldn't his role grow? Like what? And what is the benefit of saying that as a coach? Yeah, I, I don't know what. If I'm Irv Smith, I'm knocking on your door. Like, what's what's up with this? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what Trade it stemmed me. from. I don't know what. But the yeah, I mean, it was pretty quickly. We were you know we were building up that what hype you, train. What do you get out of that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah like no. So. 
I mean, with that being said, with, you know, the head coach coming out and saying that, how does that make you feel with the... It doesn't make me feel as good as I felt last week when we were talking about him. We still got that. Oh, not talking to never mind. So he he moves you like that kind of moves down into the real streaming category. Yeah. Back to where he was last year. Yep. I mean, a couple days ago or last week or whatever, I was comfortable taking him in one of the late rounds and being happy with it. Now that kind of scares me. You know, why is the coach saying that? It is like the Packers saying, oh, uh, Jordan Jordan Love isn't very good. We don't know what we're going to do. Like, no, stay positive. Jeez. All right, little get out of that. With the so the hype train slowing down on Nurse Smith and the hype train started speeding up on LaVisca Chenault. Jaguars coaches were buzzing about LaVisca's LaVisca coming out of a uh, mini camp here. Yeah, he's he was really impressive last year when he first started. Mm-hmm. I think the first three or four games were like, Where did this rookie come from? You know, I think he was drafted in our league late, one of the late, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. t- maybe he's currently a ninth round ADP, yeah. someone to watch out for. That sounds if, about right. Yeah, yeah, this kid's a stud, he's athlete, fast. The thing with him, he, he got hurt. So if he stays healthy, I can see him. Yeah, freak athlete. And yeah. then you got the number one quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, coming out. He He's going to find somebody that he likes more yeah. than others. And LaVisca Chenault's young enough where they could end up, you know, pairing up and going. Can click, yeah. Long term, you know. So. so reports out of New York Jets camp claiming uh, Elijah Moore, the rookie that was drafted this year has been unstoppable during goal line practice, currently a 12th-round ADP. The uh, This is one guy I've personally, I don't know if you've noticed, and I know we've done a lot of mocks together, I I've always, like, I continually take this guy late yeah, rounds. Yeah, we hung out for the draft, and I remember Wes talking about him that, that day, thinking he'd be a maybe late first-round pick, and now he fell early second, right? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. first pick of the second. This is the guy I was hoping would go to the Jaguars. Yeah. With, yeah uh, no, they went with ATN, right? Yeah. So you think he's going to be one that you can grab at the end of drafts well, and be a great steal? But that's the problem. If you keep getting reports like this, it's going to start pushing his yeah, ADPs he, up far enough where I don't want to take the shot anymore. They should have taken a book out of the Vikings coach said that we're not going to throw this guy the ball. <laughs> his, his role's not going to change. Yeah. He's not going to have much of a role as rookie year. Yeah, he's you know, he's learning the system. Yeah, the same thing about Jefferson last year, right, Justin Jefferson? Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't on the docket, but I heard the reports from uh, – the Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy, head coach of the Bears. He uh, QB one is Andy Dalton. Oh my! You're still on this, Andy freaking Dalton. I'm telling you, dude. Matt Nagy. <laughs> they can both get fired halfway through the season. I Matt guess. Nagy's gonna gonna talk himself out of a job. Yeah, no you kidding. Know, that's like, what my first reaction. I saw that and I was like, Matt Nagy's about to coach himself out yeah. of Chicago. <laughs> How did I mean? He's on like thin ice as it is and. If Andy Dong gives you a better chance to win right now, okay. But minicamp has barely started, and you're not even going to give Justin Fields an opportunity to win the job week one. That, that makes no sense to Yeah, me. and that's what it, it sounds like. It keeps happening. A bunch of these rookie quarterbacks that, you know, the, you have, uh, I think Dan Overlosky came out, and he said he, he borderline guaranteed every all five first-round quarterbacks were going to start week one. Yeah. But then you start getting these reports out from the Niners and everything that they're that they're comfortable letting these guys sit. And I mean, there's two jo- jobs up for grabs. It's the Niners and, and this job. So. Well, and Patriots. And, yeah. And it's still. Oh, my God. Like, I saw I saw <laughs> camp footage. Of, of the Cam Newton throws. Cam Newton throws. He <laughs> looked great, right? And then and then uh, Jones throwing right behind him. He's Newton might not start week one. I know it's early in camp, but he looked like dog shit. Maybe they can move it to tight end. They could probably work with the third tight end there, right? Yeah. Johnu Smith was hurt. God knows I think they don't already. have any receivers. Uh, 
Todd Curley, Todd Gurley's going to be visiting the Ravens. Doesn't even if they sign him, it doesn't have any real impact for me. I don't think it, Todd Curley. Make sure Todd you get Curdles. an injury clause. Whatever team signs him there. Right. <laughs> uh, Arthritis in the knees. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor said Joe Mixon won't be on the field for every down, and they it sounds like they plan to work in some IJP Ryan on Jesus. third downs and stuff. So. This guy's so good, but no. And that was one before we got that report. I think we were going to get into it about. Yeah, I mean, they they made it sound like earlier in the off season that they don't want him off the field. That's sickening that Which they would one say it? that. Which like, one is it, right? Like, I mean, let's be honest. Even with them saying that, Joe Mixon is going to get eighty percent of the work on the, as long as he's not hurt. Well, he's, yeah, he's the dude. I, what's the, what's, I find it hard to believe that. Say he gets into a game and he's got the hot hand, they're going to be pulling him off the field at all. What, what does Wes say? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. AFC North. All right. The uh, Madden 2020 2022 cover was released. Uh, it's going to be Mahomes and Brady on the cover. Curse them both. The, the GOAT and the future GOAT, right? <laughs> they're both going to tear ACLs this year. Thanks, Madden. Real quick, real quick. Taking a page from Guero here. Um, when was the last time Madden had two two players on the cover? Larry 2010. Fitzgerald, Troy Polamalu. You hear that, Wedo? Larry Fitzgerald and Troy Polamalu. And guess who got hurt that year? Super Bowl, right? Troy Polamalu. He had like 10 tackles that year. Yeah, okay. Missed the whole year. You got a ring, though. Larry Fitz had a Pro Bowl year, yeah, 1,200 so. yards. It's okay. We got a ring. <laughs> yeah. You guys cheated. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Wes. I mean, sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Wedo. All right. So that was the look at the league news going on that we had little bits picked out. So let's jump into this, uh, the actual AFC North fantasy outlook. So, first team we're going to talk about, Baltimore Ravens. Alphabetic order, right? <laughs> Lamar Jackson. He uh, threw 64%, 242 completions last year for 2,700 yards, 26 DDs, 9 interceptions, 10 fumbles, another, and then he added on the cheat code, 1,000 rush yards, 7 more rushing touchdowns, and I think it was 32 red zone rushing attempts in 15 games played. He did... What missed one game last year? Mm-hmm. I think he missed the first eight games. I mean, he sh- he played, he showed up, but he wasn't very good. Current currently, you're looking at if you <laughs> want to draft this guy, you got to draft him in right around the beginning of the fourth round. So he won't be there. You don't think he'll be there I in the mean, fourth? I, I took him in the third round last year, traded him by week eight. So I, I, I mean, you don't I, think I, he'll I won't be, be there t- though? I won't be. Dra- I'd maybe draft him if he was there in the seventh eighth round, which he won't be. I'm not touching Lamar Jackson. So here's the guys that I don't. We don't right now. There's only one quarterback in front of him. We don't need to talk about that guy. You'll definitely take him in front of Lamar, uh, Mahomes. I thought you were gonna say uh, Allen. But the here's a couple that are after him, and tell me if you who you'd take here: Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Allen, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Kyler, Kyler. Murray. How about Russell Wilson, Lamar? Uh, I think Wilson's gonna come back and have a good. Full year. If you're drafting, you need a quarterback. I'm you're not touching Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Wilson. I'm not touching Lamar Jackson. I, I would take the cheat you're code crazy. with Lamar Jackson. I like the really take those eight touchdown passes this year. I mean, you got to go with that dual threat, guys. Man, <laughs> he was still a top ten I'm quarterback, st- right? I'm still in better. fantasy. I'm still better. <laughs> man, he likes to hold on to oh, last geez. year's happenings. Yeah, <laughs> as you'll hear through I've this learned, episode I've from my my little big bro. I hope I pick in when we <laughs> when we do the picks. I hope I pick right next to Manny because. I know, like, if Galladay's there, I could get him coming back around. I could get Mixon I'm, I'm coming saying, back around. I'm saying way too much. Yeah. No, I just know, like... I'm a lot better at poker than I am at yeah, drafting. Like, you hate you hate all those dudes that hurt you last year. The last few years. Lamar, Mixon, 
Those are the three in Galladay. And but Galladay. I, I talked about last week. I, I still take Galladay. I think number one with the Giants, they're going to be throwing the ball. And carry on those three years in a row. Fuck carry on. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the running backs for the Ravens. Uh, number the, the top running back here is going to be J.K. Dobbins. Last year he had 134 attempts or 805 yards and nine TDs. Another... 18 receptions for 120 yards. Not much of a re- not much of a receiving threat. It didn't seem like last year. With uh, I think it was 24 targets and 18 receptions. In eight of his nine TDs were red zone, were red zone rushes. So yeah, I read an article where they want to get him more involved in the passing game. We'll see about that. So J.K. Dobbins is going in the third round ADP. Where like I'm not com- I'm not confident in him no, at all. No, they got Gus Gus Bus right there, right behind him, taking all the goal line carries. And you got Lamar. So yes, honestly, the J.K. Dobbins hype. If you're talking dynasty, I get it, but I'm not wasting a second or or early third round pick on J.K. Dobbins. No, no maybe fourth, fifth if he's all still right. there. Currently, as ADPs fall, here's the two guys in front of him. Let's do uh, it. You have Joe Mixon, Cam Akers, any. Or J.K. Dobbins. Which I'd way rather have Joe Mixon and Cam Akers. I hate to say it, but yeah, I'd have, rather have Cam Akers right. than Joe Mixon. Now Mason. let's look at a couple guys following J.K. Dobbins. It currently being drafted behind him is DeAndre Swift. Where I'll take Swift. I'd take Swift, I like but Swift I, I'm, not, I'm not that high on Swift right now. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Gibson. Uh, yeah, Gibson. I'd take Gibson over Antonio well, or Swift. Here, I'll move down another one on the list because I'd take this guy too, Najee Harris. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Hundred percent. Give me Chris give Carson, me dude. Najee's, I don't even. Najee's gonna be a late first, second, early second. Watch, because I, I'll be I'm picking not, late first. I like J.K. Dobbins. He's really good. He's an awesome running yeah. back. But he he pretty much splits carries with Gus Edwards. They, they just Gus signed Edwards. him yeah. to a two year deal, and Lamar takes a lot of goal line stuff. And if you currently want J.K. Dobbins, you got to invest your second round pick. Right. No thanks. And I'm not willing to do that. Now, if Gus Edward Edwards gets hurt. And J.K. Dobbins is in the game eighty percent of the time. All right, you. I still you take pay Swift. For that. I still take Gibson. I don't know about that. I like Gus. Gus Bus. They they love him. Yeah, they give him all those goal line carries. So Gus Edwards actually had more attempts than J.K. Dobbins last year. He had one hundred and forty four attempts, yeah, a little go. less yardage, seven twenty three and six touchdowns. He only had nine receptions for one twenty nine. Still had more yardage on his receptions than J.K. Dobbins. So I get it. I mean, yeah. it was J.K. Dobbins' rookie season, but they like Gus Edwards, and he gets like five yards of carry. How can yeah, you argue? He does. That? When he plays, he's he does a job. Yeah, I'm not saying he's better than J.K. Dobbins, no, but no, no. When they're splitting, when they're damn near splitting the work, would you rather have J.K. Dobbins in the third or Gus Edwards in the thirteenth? Yeah. You're not. You're not losing. That's a lot of equity for a gamble on go. a fifty percent yeah. of carries. You know. All right, Ravens wide receivers. You had we have Marquise <laughs> Brown, Sammy Watkins, and Rashad Bateman. I do like Rashad Bateman. I like that pick they made. I thought they got I thought they got good value in the draft when they took him. He could turn out to be a decent wide receiver in the NFL. Uh Marquise Brown last year had ninety nine targets and only fifty eight receptions. Terrible. For seven hundred and sixty nine and eight touchdowns. I I think we could see some improvement Actually, there. That wasn't terrible. Too bad. Yeah. Eight touchdowns. I didn't think he had that. The uh, and he did play all sixteen games last year. So I mean, it is that is a six. How I don't know. Yeah, that is a full sixteen game look you got at him. I mean, it they're good receivers. They are, but it it comes down to how much they throw the ball. And he loves the tight end too. We'll get to that. Yeah, and who Lamar throws it to? He's not. 
pushing the ball downfield that much. So I mean, I'm. I mean, his rookie year, you had what thirty touchdown passes, something like that. I'm gonna tell you right now, yeah. I will not be drafting a Ravens wide receiver. No, he, no. unless there's somehow no. incredible value, and by that yeah. I mean my last pick of the draft. One of them. What's still there. What's Bateman's APD? Do you have anything as far as? Uh, currently, I think he's around ninth round. Yeah, he I, no. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't Way hate that in the ninth round. I mean, if you've already built up most of your team, I would. By that time, like you're looking. This guy might be your fourth wide receiver if you're taking him in the ninth. Taking round. a chance, I, I see what you're saying. No, I, I get that, but by week three or four, I'm pretty sure you're gonna be like, oh, that was a. But in pick. three years of college, Bateman had 147 receptions, 2,300 yards, and 19 touchdowns. Where, where do you go to school? Minnesota. They throw the ball. Might have been a better thrower of the football than Lamar. <laughs> so, I but don't know, we'll see. No, I mean, like I, I actually, I think the Ravens were one of the teams I really, I did like their draft. I thought they, you know, they filled up some pieces they needed. They do have Sammy Watkins, who's he's definitely one of the biggest hit or miss guys in the league. What what draft? What round was Bateman drafted? Uh, second, second or third. So, so okay, so who 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 was their first round pick? Because I really like Elijah Moore to go to the, the Ravens. I was maybe it was their no, maybe it was the first round. I think it was. They was took, it? They yeah, took I think Bateman so. over Elijah Moore. Yeah, and I was very surprised at that. So here's the thing. Yeah, it wasn't. It was like seventeen or yeah. something like that. Wasn't it? Out of those receivers. Is there is Bateman the one that you're like? That's the one I want in fantasy football. Is that I'll, what you're saying? At this moment, I'd take Brown. Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm saying if you're so currently Marquise Brown, you're. I mean, now here's you only have to get Marquise Brown one round earlier. So yeah, you're okay. going to take Marquise Brown right now in the eighth round. Mm-hmm. But if Bateman if Bateman falls a little bit, and I mean, pending what you see around the ninth round, if you know, if you look at him and you think he's got some upside, it's not going to kill you to take him because no. you can part ways with a ninth round pick very easily. Yeah. As in week one or two, you drop him. Yeah, and yeah, that makes sense. The uh, now their their top receiving threat is their tight end. You got Mark Andrews. Uh, he played fourteen games last year, so coming into this season, that's going to be leaving three games on the board and eighty nine targets, fifty eight receptions, seven hundred one yards, seven TDs. Uh, 17 red zone targets. Yeah, that that's and, Lamar's boy. So he's a big-bodied red zone target guy. And, I mean, you could see seven touchdowns. I mean, there's a chance he has some positive regression touchdown-wise. I still like Mark Andrews, but I, I don't love him top five type. Who's he, who's he compared to? Maybe TJ, Hawkinson, and those guys? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're looking around fifth round for him currently. I, in my opinion, that's too early for him. Yeah. But... If you know, if say those top four or five guys go and it's round six, seven, and you really want to, you're one of those guys that needs a tight end. He he's yeah. still going to be valuable. He's still going to so, get those yeah, big. Say games. you got your two running backs, two receivers. Mark oh, Andrews yeah. or Kyle Pitts. Personally, <sighs> probably I, Andrews right now. Personally, I'd probably go with the unknown Kyle Pitts. Oh wow, all right. But that's just, I think there's more upside to him. Yeah. Mark but, Andrews or T.J. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Probably TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. So Hawkinson currently Mark Andrews sitting at fifty two on ADP and Hawkinson sixty seven. So you can you can definitely pass on Andrews and get the value with Hawkinson a little it's later. Around, it's a round and a half there, yeah. All right. So that's the uh that's the Ravens outlook. I I mean, personally I let's, think they're let's not talk about those guys anymore. <laughs> I mean, personally I think they have a you have a decent chance to get some offensive output there. Good oh, te- yeah. good team. Maybe Lamar and Andrews. Other than that, that that's, that's they're fine. gonna they're gonna score points, and that's I didn't touch on that for the wide receivers. They're gonna score points, so some of these guys are gonna put in enough work where they might be relevant wide receivers fantasy wise for a flex option. 
All right, the Cincinnati Bengals. Stop smiling, Wes. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, quarterback Joe Burrow. He threw uh, 404 attempts. He completed 264 for 2,600 yards, almost 2,700. 13 TDs, five interceptions, nine fumbles, another 142 rush yards, and three more rushing touchdowns. Ten games played. Nine fumbles? That yeah. stood out to me right, right away. Well, he was getting destroyed. And, and they did not draft that left tackle, right, Sewell? Yeah. They got one that in the second, that, make, that makes sense. That makes <laughs> sense. All right. Well, you I got mean, the Steelers Bengals beef. Averaging a fumble a game. Eh? That sounds about right there. Mm-hmm. Let's go for the all-star receiver over the yeah. Hall, so you got future the, Hall of Fame left tackle. I, I, I see you pay attention to the national media here and don't pay attention to what actually happened in the offseason. I, I really don't go to the Bengals Twitter page, even though I heard it's pretty good. The uh, What what I think is interesting about Burrow's numbers is 10 games, 404 attempts. In a 17-game season, he'll be on pace to throw 700 times. If he survives. Jesus, dude. If 700 he, throws. If he survives. God. I, I mean... I know the Bengals have been bad for a long time, but they have so much yeah. offensive weapon, so yeah. many offensive weapons. They're on the come up. Well, and, sure. and, and let, okay, let's talk about like there is the the national media narrative that the essentially the narrative is they did nothing on their offensive line. Well, when you look at it, they still have Jonah Williams at left tackle. They who's only yeah, he's, like, he's good first that's round a, pick. That's about yeah. the only guy I know. But they. They did. They did address their guard position with Jackson Carmen. They took him in the second round. They brought in Riley Reef from the Vikings at right tackle. They got their right tackle was an absolute turnstile. Riley Reef. Was he like forty? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but they. No, I mean, that, and that's the thing. It's like if yeah, you're I, see, when you're stuff. yeah when you're a fan of a team like you can pay attention and like you hear well they did nothing they did nothing for their offensive line and yeah, that's not true. I didn't all. really say nothing. I just said they didn't draft. Pretty much a sure bet Hall of Fame left tackle. And they spent in their Just first si- in their first six picks, they drafted three offensive linemen. So I don't understand where it comes but, from. But uh, not the future Hall of Fame left tackle. Future Hall of Fame wide receiver though. No, I mean possibly, possibly. <laughs> but they you know, it, five years down the line, we'll see who was right about. I mean, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. We'd both be right. Their yeah. problem a few years ago was they did let their fu- the future Hall of Fame left tackle walk out the door yeah. mm-hmm. that wanted to stay there. Who's that, Wes? Andrew Whitworth. <laughs> He's about 40. <laughs> He's still good, too. Yeah, he is. I wouldn't talk shit to that guy. He's <laughs> twice my size. All right. Uh, anything on Burrow? We're, like, I think it's. I think. I think he's definitely someone to watch this oh, year. For sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm happy having Joe Burrow on my team and my starting quarterback. I'm not sure how he's going to look week one with the injury. I'm sure he'll be all right. But um, if he's falling down draft boards and – you know, most of the teams have got a quarterback, and Joe Burrow's still there. I'm completely happy with yeah. him being my quarterback. Same, same here. He's a baller, and they throw it a ton. So he's currently, I think you have to pick him up right around somewhere in round seven. End of end of seven is his ADP right now. So let's talk about some of the guys that are before and after him. Uh, so currently before him, you got a couple question marks. Like I think. An entire round and a, almost two rounds before him, you would take Justin Herbert. Oh yeah, and we, you know, you got a whole season out of Herbert. You know, you know what we're looking at there. Uh, the question marks before him, you have Aaron Rodgers, right? So, are you invest? Are you going to invest in Aaron Rodgers? Not until we find out if he's not. If it's the same situation as it right now, no, I'll, I'll take Burrow. Yeah, if for some reason yeah. your league's drafting I mean, today, yeah, which then. 
yeah, Joey B. But it, I mean, if you're if you're a week before the season, you yeah. should know. We got and if Aaron Rodgers is there, you take Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And yes. The other one currently before him is Trevor Lawrence. I expect that by the time the draft actually come around, I think that ADP is going to drop. That it's, is so fucking no, that's, stupid. That's, that's BS. Yeah. If, if Joe Burrow is a good go week one, I'm taking Joe Burrow. All right, after him Sorry, is where there, there, here's a couple after him that I would personally look at probably taking is Tom Brady. Uh, Tom I, Brady. I'd take Tom Brady. Over Burrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had Tom the second half of the season. And then pretty much the only reason I made the playoffs. <laughs> and then the line for me is right here with Joe Burrow and Matt Stafford. I like Joey B way better. Ooh, Stafford's got weapons. Boy. I know, I know he does, and but, so does Burrow. but I was looking at. Uh, and he's got something to prove. Stafford's fantasy, dude. Even with he's, Calvin he's Johnson and teams, stuff like no running game, uh, Stafford's gonna put up some numbers. I was good on Stafford a, a while back, like, but the hype's falling off for me, and I'm I don't know, dude. Jared Goff looked decent in that in that offense. Jared Goff. All right, uh, let's look at Bengals running backs. You got that's not uh, obviously a starter is gonna be Joe Mixon. God. Uh, Joe so Joe last Mixon, year, baby. last year only 119 attempts, 428 yards, three touchdowns. I think he played in two games. Yeah, about he played six games last year. Garbage. He had 20. He had 26 targets, 21 receptions, 138 yards with another touchdown on the ground. 18 red zone attempts total. Um, only one red zone touchdown. In I six games, right? Yeah, I don't see any scenario where you don't get improvement over this. No, you can't do any worse other than not playing every ge- <laughs> one game. I mean, Joe Mixon, never again. <laughs> I'm, I hate you. You look at me, Joe Mixon, when I'm talking to you. Never again. You'll never draft never. him? Never. I don't care who. I'll, Cam Akers, I'll take it from him. Antonio Gibson, I'll take it from him. Aaron Jones, no. No thanks, Joe Mixon. Yeah, I mean, there's, fucking, there's definitely a little risk. Toe, toe, right? That's what he heard. Foot, toe, whatever. Nobody even knew what the I, hell he I was I think hurt. it was a foot injury. I mean, And I, I think towards the end of the, the season. The worst part was. Every week, it's like, oh, yeah, he might come back. He might come back. He might come back. And, like, finally, week 15, they're like, oh, no, he's gone for the year. Yeah, I, I think what it comes down to is at the end of the season, he just got shut down. It was sure as hell he didn't want to play. He got paid, so why, why, why get, risk it, right? I don't think it was that. It, I think it was more on the Bengals. Like, they, Burrow was already out. They're, I mean, they weren't going to – they weren't making any kind of playoff didn't push. say so. this week 10, not week 15. <laughs> That's the NFL there. I'm telling you, dude. I know they don't give a shit about fantasy football, but help us a little bit. Jeez. I'm high on Joe Mixon this year, boys. I'm telling you. I'm sure I say that every year, but, man. And like we talked about before, really the only backup to Joe Mixon, Samaj P. Ryan. I don't don't really see him cutting Anybody want to make a bet he doesn't pay? He misses at least three games through the injury? No, I won't make right? that bet. I but mean, it's going to be at least three games. But after we play. Uh, it's probably going to be the playoffs. After we play this guy or playoffs? that guy. I, I bet you he he's outproduces a lot of the guys that you'd rather have. I mean, I could see this year with the seventeen game care. season, you're going to start seeing. You might start seeing a lot more players one, that, punch. Mi- that miss more than one game yeah, this year. I see a lot of one two punches. I mean, it's going to happen. Look at the Cardinals with Connor and and their guy there. So there's going to be there's going to be rare to see a guy running back that plays seventeen games. That's the number one horse. Hey, a grab a the a running backs around him so we can. A la Delvin Cook. Christian McCaffrey, those are the type of guys where you don't have to worry about. Yeah. I could even see Saquon splitting carries, you know. Kamara splitting carries. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who their backups are. They can be splitting carries. <laughs> All right, the Bengals wide receivers, uh, you got Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Studs. 
Tyler Boyd last year, 110 targets, 79 receptions, 841 yards. The 14 red zone targets, he played in 15 games last year, missed one game. T. Higgins, he did 100. So he had 107. Tyler Boyd had 110 targets. T. Higgins had 107 targets, 908 yards, six red zone TDs. He played all 16 games. Uh, Jamar Chase, in the one year he played in college with Joe Burrow. Disgusting. Is Did he even play in college? 84 receptions, 1,780 yards, 20 <laughs> touchdowns, and 14 games played. Are you hearing Ridic- that? Yeah. 1,800 yards yeah. on 84 catches and 20 touchdowns I don't think, Joe Burrow. I don't think Penny Sewell caught a pass in college, so he, and got, Justin, he got him there. And Justin Jefferson was on that team. Yeah. yeah. he was the, Jefferson was a number two. That is, that is right gross. Right now, guys, if you could take one or those three receivers, who would you take? I know who I would take. Justin Jefferson. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, the Bengals. I, I mean, the three I mean, Bengals uh, receivers. I'd take Jamar Chase, then T. Higgins, then Tyler Boyd. I would take T. Higgins. Over, over all of them? I'm a big T. Higgins fan. I like him. I think Boyd's going to wind up being the number three there. I want to see. I want to see Wes's rankings on the three Bengals receivers. Big Bengals yeah, guy. See that. If your fantasy output, what what's the order? The fantasy wise, I'm going to lean towards Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is going to take over, and then I don't think Jamar Chase being there is going to cut into Tyler Boyd as much as people as much as it's going to cut into T Higgins. Really? So I'm going to go Jamar Chase, T, uh, Tyler Boyd, and then wow. T Higgins. Wow. The well, Tyler Boyd, your slot. Uh, right. T. Higgins and Jamar right. Chase going to be on the outside. Battling for the same. And, yeah. So it's – but T. Higgins has – I mean, by all accounts, he's put in a lot of work in the offseason. And yeah. so it's going to be interesting. And But if we get into the situation where Joe Burrow is doing 700 attempts, I mean, there's yeah, – I mean, every Sunday I'm watching the Sunday ticket, you know, the Red Zone channel. So I didn't see a lot of bangles because if you guys don't know, <laughs> the, the Red Zone channel is usually teams that are scoring <laughs> – they, you know, they take you to the red zone, right? So I didn't see a lot of Bengals games. I saw a couple T. Higgins highlights, and the guy's a stud. Was he about 6'4", 215, and can run? So he, and, and like I said, he had a lot of red zone targets, but I didn't see him much. As a fan, I'm really excited about the wide receiver core. Fantasy-wise, I'm a little worried that it's three good receivers. Yeah, yes. and sounds about right. And it's going to be hard to gauge, like, who's going to be the guy. I'm on the hype train, like, the closer it gets to to the season, I think Jamar Chase is, is going to go off, dude. Just because of that rapport he already has with Joe Burrow. Justin Jefferson made that guy a lot of money. Oh, man. He did. I mean, he was the number two option. And so mm-hmm. what was Chase number all in five, right? Fifth overall. Yeah, yeah that's, that's impressive. You don't see wide receivers going fifth overall. Mm-hmm. At, at tight end, uh, you're looking at Drew Sample, CJ Uzama, and Thaddeus Moss. If... I don't – I mean, there's a – Thaddeus Moss has a – he has quite a bit to crawl up to even make the team. Thaddeus Moss, not Randy Moss, right? Yeah, so. Yeah, I only put him on the docket just mainly because he played with Joe Burrow at LSU. Like, because he's Randy Moss's if, son. If he was – yeah, if he was <laughs> anywhere else, I mean, he probably would already be cut. I mean, he's a 6'2 tight end, right? Like, he's he's small for a tight end. Yeah, I, I don't uh, – I don't see any scenario where one of their tight ends makes a big impact at the most. It's a – Sample know, had some good games, but – he had a couple decent games. Was that with Burrow or after Burrow got hurt? With Burrow. And with then Uzama, he tore his, it was either his Achilles or he's, ACL he's, last year. He's always hurt too. And He must so. be hanging out with Joe Mixon. <laughs> so it, it's not anything where n- neither one of these guys or anything I look at is like someone I am have on the boards to draft. And no. Wait and see. Wait and see. Now looking at the, l- let's look at the wide receiver 
market real quick with uh, Jamar Chase because currently he's looking at a fifth-round ADP. So let's look at a couple guys in front of Jamar Chase. You got DJ Moore. Might t- I might take a chance on Chase there. I'd uh, take Chase probably. Yeah. Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Yeah. Woods, yeah, that's a Woods is proven. That's a tough line. And well, it, it depends who Stafford, you know, hit goes to if it's him or Cup. And to, to me, uh, it really depends on what my players look like before that fifth <laughs> round. Because mm-hmm. I'm willing to take a chance. Yeah. If I took two running backs, two wide receivers, and then Jamar Chase is there, yeah. I'm taking a chance. But if he's going to be my number one wide receiver, I don't Ooh, know. No, that's that's he has yeah. the potential, but it's risky. Yeah. Like you, you have you do to a three hit. running back. You know. Yeah, and I and I agree with that take of it. If you've already if you've spent your first, if you've spent your capital two running backs, two wide receivers, it makes it easier to take him mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. he's looking at he's your number three. He's your flex. Yeah, exactly. Now after him currently is a couple of picks after him is Kenny Galladay. So Kenny Galladay, Jamar Chase. Kenny Galladay. I'm taking Jamar Chase in that one. That one's tough, just because like I, I kind of hate hey Galladay. Galladay screwed me last year, but I still take him. But Galladay got paid eighty million. Like he's gonna get the. He's rock. also six five and and can run. I'm taking Chase though. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to convince yourself not fuck to. You know but I mean, that, that, I mean, but that's the same situation you talked about. Yeah. Mixon being injured, and I mean, Galladay's been the, the same way. I'm taking the number one. Giants receiver over the possibly number three Bengals receiver. Just throwing that out there. See, I'm big on I'm big on taking the guy that you know is going to be productive, but Jamar Chase feels different to me. It just well, feels like you're going to hit on that pick. And Galladay's hurt. You know, he's got yeah. so prone. So. Tyler Lockett or Jamar Chase? I, I I'm never taking Lockett again. I'd take Chase. I think I'd take Lockett. I think uh, it'd be tough though. That's a tough one. It. Same situation yeah. though. If I mean Lockett's always been like that, he hit or miss, and if, when he hits, he hits. When he misses, <laughs> you suck. If I have one wide receiver, I probably take Lockett. If I if I already got two, then I don't know, man. All right, let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. The dog, uh, dog pound quarterback Baker Mayfield. He had three hundred and five completions out of four hundred and eighty six attempts, sixty three percent completion percentage, thirty five hundred yards, twenty six TDs, eight interceptions, eight fumbles. 165 rush yards for he had one TD on the ground. Not much of the dual threat with him. 16 games played. He finished last year's quarterback 17. Do you see improvement? Do you see regression? What do you You got to you got to pick spots with him. You you can't keep him in your lineup every week. He's a backup. He's a streamer with yeah. good matchups. I mean, his game's all about play action pass. When when their running game's good, he gets to play action, the cheap touchdowns in the red zone, and you do stupid dances in the end zone. You can't. There's no way you can draft him in fantasy football. No. You can't. No. Even as a second quarterback, you is not worth I'll it. I'll take Cousins over him. Yeah, it's not. It's not worth it for Baker. Negative. All right, Browns running backs. You got Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. The probably the best one-two combo in the NFL. Oh, it is. It is. And there's, I mean, there ain't much you can say other than like. Either one of these guys, they're both productive. The uh, Nick Chubb last year, 190 attempts. He only played in 12 games, keep in mind. 190 attempts, 1,067 yards, 12 TDs. He had 16 receptions for 150, no TDs on the ground. Uh, he's currently in there. Currently a first-round pick here. Yeah, I can now, see that. Now, here's the guys around Nick Chubb. You got, what do you, so Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb. I go I'd Jonathan take Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. Yeah. 
I'm with one. you on that. Sure, number one. Not sharing carries. So Zeke or Chubb? Chubb. I'm going Chubb. All right. Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, baby. Mm. That's a tough one. I'll go with the I'll go with the macho man himself, Aaron Jones. Yeah, he gets pooped on a lot, man. He does. People forget he's consistent. Yeah. He's and healthy. you motherfuckers are gonna shit on him too. <laughs> come draft day, he's good. You guys are gonna be at eleven and twelve and pass on him twice. <laughs> Guarantee. I, I might be taking Najee over over old. Uh, that yeah. early? I'm telling you. Oh shit! Well, All I, right, I, 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 real Homer pick. I've been <laughs> following Steelers Twitter and. and News. It's just in case you didn't know. So Kareem Hunt, he played all 16 games last year. He had 198 attempts for 841 on the ground, six touchdowns, but he added another 38 receptions for 304 and five more touchdowns receiving. PPR guy, yeah. So has he stayed out of trouble? Right? So, so far. I haven't heard anything. You don't hear, and when you don't hear anything, it's a good thing. And a lot of times he's getting red zone carries, like a lot. Why they're giving him red zone carries over Nick Chubb, I have no idea. Nick, they both run hard. They're yeah. both strong. Chubb's bigger. Uh, yeah, I don't get that. It's just like something where the coaching staff there sees, like, this guy gets in the end zone more than Chubb. I don't know. So, James Robinson or Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Mm, yeah, now with ET in there, yeah, give me give me Kareem Hunt. Miles Gaskin or Kareem Hunt? Gaskin. Gaskin. Starter. Cream Hunt's a better running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going. This, <laughs> but, that's why I said he started. But if we're talking fantasy football, I think I'd go get more carries. Yeah. All right, wide receivers for the Browns. You got Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, Donovan Peoples Jones. The Odell Beckham, uh, man, what he played seven games last year: twenty-three receptions, three nineteen for three. Baker um, doesn't like him. Plain ba- and simple. Baker actually played. When I watching games, I thought Baker played better without him in the yeah. lineup. Like it's like he's forcing balls him because you know he's the big the big man on campus. He's the big name. Odell's I, I'm, a not, I'm not drafting any of these Browns receivers. No, I mean it's, that's what I, and that was going to be the question. Is there any of these guys that you're you look at as value or someone you'd pick up? No, Odell's going to go early, and I wouldn't touch him before the sixth, seventh round. Yeah, Odell's garbage. If you're taking Odell with your fifth pick, like go for you it. Fucked up. Go for it. Odell's right? currently a sixth round ADP. Yeah, I that, mean that actually sounds about right. But yeah, I, that, I, and I still wouldn't draft them there. But here's the thing: when Odell comes around in the sixth round, and you're looking at that name, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, that'll be me." Yep. Oh, I would too. No, I would too. Because I'll be doing that exact thing. <laughs> what about? <laughs> I don't want him. How about Jarvis Landry in the eighth round? I would probably take Jarvis over Odell. I I like that spot for Jarvis. I wouldn't be opposed to taking him there, depending who's around I mean, him. They're, say they're both available in the seventh round. Who are you taking? Neither. I'd probably take Odell just Gun because your it's head. Odell. You gotta pick one. I take Odell just because so, Odell, but I don't like it. Other options, other cool receiving head. options for the Browns here. You got Austin Hooper, David Njoku at tight end. I was very surprised how little they used Hooper last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they after, paid him after, a lot of money. Yeah, after and, coming off a big year with the Falcons, they they didn't throw him the ball. He was a guy. I think I streamed him a couple games last year. I I I think I'm gonna look at it the same way this year. Just a he's yeah. gonna be a streaming averaging option. what six points a game or something like that. No. We forget how good he was with Matt Ryan. Yes, yes. and that's another reason why Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> I know that's not the this podcast, but man, like yeah, he's gonna get work. Yeah. All right, and this is what's this is what's good about having some of the fans from a team here because you get a little more insight on what goes on. So excited! Just I mean, just how Fucking like homers, dude. The uh, I mean, we did it with the Cardinals. We had, we had you and Wedo yeah, here on. for the Cardinals, and but here's the difference: is uh, 
you know. You haven't won a Super Bowl? <laughs> Ouch. I mean, that's I, not, I know, that's I'm not an, any I'm an Arizona boy, Steeler fan. I've heard everything. Why? Get this, okay? I'm an Arizona boy, born and bred, but I'm a huge Steeler fan. My dad was a Steelers fan in the 70s. We didn't have a team in the Arizona. Passed it on to me. I got jackets to prove it wearing Have you Steeler ever been gear. to Pittsburgh? I, I have not been to Pittsburgh, but, but I will. Making a little more money now, so maybe I'll head out there <laughs> one day. All right, let's talk about the Steelers here. You got quarterback yeah. Ben Roethlisberger probably, what do you think, the final season? I hope so. <laughs> After what he put up last year, yeah, I hope so. So he, he had a 66% completion rate, uh, 399 out of 608 attempts, 3,800 yards, 33 TDs, 10 interceptions, 5 fumbles. Not a bad year. Uh, they I throw the ball. Not a bad first 10 games, and, right? And, and <laughs> is this the right 10 rushing yards? Yeah, I saw what? that. I thought he'd be in the negative. No, I saw that and was like, <laughs> he man, he is done. He can't, he can't run anymore. Yeah. I remember he used so, to run over people and our stiff-armed linebackers. No, he, he's not doing that. Yeah. He, he played in 15 games, so he only missed one game last year. Do you see uh, him putting up around the same numbers this year? I with Now with a running game where they're not, they're not stuffing, you know, they didn't have a running game last year. It was, it was awful. So I can see him having a better season. Here's the thing. And Deontay Johnson dropping every other pass they throw to him. So, so with Ben Roethlisberger, they they use a lot of the short screens and bubbles yeah, and all. Yeah. Like that's where he gets a lot of his production. Yeah. I'm not saying all of it, but I don't like unless he I'll upped Tom, it from I'll last year, he could not throw it down the field. So I'm uh, hoping unless he, he fixed that, yeah, I'm hoping. I mean, he did have offseason elbow surgery, you know, the year before. So I'm hoping now he's 100% because he sure as hell didn't look like he was 100% last year. I mean, I like I like him better than Mason Rudolph and uh, the, the Duck oh, Man yeah, yeah. or whatever. Of course, of course. I mean, he's not Duck Guy. Duck 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 Guy's not there anymore. Now they got Haskins. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that D. Bum. Wayne Haskins. That dude's even worse. He's not even going to make the team. I don't Duck think. Hodges is better than Dwayne Haskins, yeah. whether he's on the team or not. All right. Steelers running backs. Uh, they have a... They have a pretty extensive list of running backs. I think the main one we'll focus on here is going to be Najee Harris. They got one. They got Najee Harris, Benny Snell, Anthony McFarland Jr., and Kalen Balaj. Uh, and let's talk about Najee here because Najee's a dual threat running back. Yes, he he's, is. He's the, like, this is Mike Tomlin's notorious. He has one running back. That's what they use. They don't do committees in Pittsburgh. It's this is the game they play. In four years in Bama, 638 attempts, 3,800 yards, 46 TDs, another 80 receptions for 781 and 11 more TDs on the uh, on the ground or on the air. The uh, ADP currently third round. Wow. That, ain't, wow. that, ain't, no. that ain't happening. This guy is a bigger, faster, stronger version of Jonathan Taylor, another four-year running back. A what? Bigger, faster, nah, stronger option. Get out of here, dude. Oh. I know you're a Steelers fan, but come on, dude. Another bet, another bet. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, total points. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, yeah. twenty bucks. Yeah, let's do it. I'm in on that. I think one. it's gonna be Jonathan Taylor by far. You're, you know, they're Steeler hater. We'll see about it's that. Now it's not hating. Like that's just. <laughs> now this is about fantasy here. I mean, <laughs> this this guy's a stud. Here, here's the thing. He's though. bigger, faster, stronger than Trent Jonathan Richardson Taylor. was a stud out of Bama no, too. No, no, no. He couldn't catch the ball, and he was four foot nothing. Mark Ingram. Here, here's what I'll give the. The credit to Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin. Every young running back they've had that's a stud, they have featured. Like Le'Veon yeah. Bell, yeah. James Conner came in Willie and did Parker. it. And there's no doubt that Najee Harris is way better than James Conner ever was. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to get the work. The problem is 
talk about the Bengals offensive, offensive line. line. Yeah, yeah. The Steelers have the trashest offensive line in the league. It, I don't know about in the league, but it's up <laughs> it's up there. It's, it's or pretty da- bad. I should say though. down there with yeah. the Bengals. And that's the thing, it's like when you this is what you do worry about with a guy coming from Bama. They're coming from stereotypically the best line in college football. And when you go to NFL, you're yeah. not getting running through holes the size of <laughs> school buses. Yeah. <laughs> well, such, I mean, the Steelers running backs were getting what two, three yards a carry consistently. Yeah. That's why they were doing all the dump offs. They were getting stopped at the at, at the goal line. I mean, at, at the line scrimmage. And that's not their fault. So no matter how good Najee Harris is, if he gets the ball and there's five guys, he can't get past the line. Yeah. The, the thing is, do? Ben's got to be able to throw the ball downfield because that'll now, open up the run game. Is there any value from Benny Snell, Kalen Balaj, any of these guys? No. Not a chance, but maybe a handcuff late, but that's about it. Like I'm not touching any of them fantasy, but you if, say Kalen Balaj? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. If if he's Kalen Balaj had a good year last year. He's a big boy. ASU. He Sun could Devils. come in and yank carries. I'm not saying he's gonna no, do much, but no. he played like on five different teams last year. But that's and that's he's got a not, bigger jersey like collection we, than Odell. And like I mentioned before, that's just not the Steelers MO. Yeah. Is no. you know, different Running backs in yeah, there. Yeah, I, I know last year they didn't really like James Conner. Last year they, they were giving Benny Snell a lot of goal line carries. That really pissed me off. <laughs> I did have James Conner in my other league. That's why so, you don't draft the Steelers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. But, hey, I draft Deontay Johnson or, or Juju. or Oh, yeah, they're all yeah, good. Yeah, their receiving core is what we'll get to. So they're – and let's talk about the receiving core now because – Let's. Like I do like the re- this receiving core. This another this another one that's like it's three really good receivers, and I think you can get some value pending who you pick here. And it's Juju Smith Schuster, Chase Claypool, and Deontay Johnson. Like who's the number one? Now here's what I find interesting is currently Juju's a sixth round, Chase Claypool's seventh, Deontay Johnson's eighth eighth round. If I and get, I want Deontay yes, Johnson. If I can get Deontay Johnson in the sixth round. I'll I was, take that. I was going to tell you before you guys said it, they got those yes, flipped. 100%. I, I want Deontay Johnson one. I'm not saying he's yeah. the most athletic receiver on all yeah. of them, but he got, what, 160-some targets? Yeah, he, he's the main guy there with those and, short, and that here's, short passing game. Yeah, this is what I find interesting where this is, like, flipped is uh, compared compare this to the Bengals wide receiver core where Juju's your Tyler Boyd, uh, Chase Claypool's your T. Higgins and, and Deontay Johnson's yeah, yeah, your Jamar very, Chase. Very similar. And, but this one's reversed yeah. how you're getting them right I, now I, I in the draft. I don't get that either. I had Deontay last year. When he had good games, it, he was on. And Ben, one of the things Ben does is once he has that once he has that favorite receiver, yeah. he's going to continue to hit him, oh, hit yeah. him, hit him. And Deontay's the favorite, right? You don't believe him. He asked that a piece of shit, Antonio Brown. In my opinion, it's Deontay Johnson's the target guy. 100%. So. Yeah. He had 144 targets last year, 88 receptions. He'll be a fifth, sixth-round pick. And that is not a good percentage of catches. So, like, that's only going to go up. Yeah. You're, and so, you know, Deontay Johnson's line, I think, fifth, what, 15 games played? And you got to remember, that 15 games played is a little uh, – uh, that yeah, doesn't really show some games. Because there were some games he got hurt in, yeah, didn't yeah. finish them. So – 924 yards, seven touchdowns, 11 red zone targets. The, uh, I, I, for me, he's the number one. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. trust me, <laughs> I would know. Number one, I agree with you, Wes. All right, Manny. So if you're taking receivers, <laughs> in what order are you taking them for the Steelers? Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, big play guy, and Juju. So how far off on Juju are you than Claypool? Not, not far off. Because I think not, I rather not far have, off. I might rather have Juju. It, it'd be a it'd be a tough decision if they were both there, say in the sixth, seventh round. But right now, I, I like the big playability of Claypool. I mean, he's a touchdown monster. 
I mean, he, what, he had a 200-yard receiving game, three touchdowns. A little more, I want to see a little more consistency in his part. But, I mean, he was a rookie, so he's only going to get better. From old Mapletron? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's kid, a, he's he's a monster. Like, a tight end. like yeah. that's, that's no doubt. Yeah, he's another DK Metcalf. Not as fast, but so any interest in catcher, catcher of the football. Any interest in Steelers tight ends here? Eric Ebron and rookie from Penn State, Pat no. Freermuth? No. <laughs> I mean, no, not not really. No. Now, keep in mind, Eric Ebron last year did have 91 targets. 91 targets to... He dropped a lot of passes as well. Him and Deontay dropped a ton of passes. But, I mean, look at the breakdown here. Juju had 128 targets. Chase Claypool, 109 targets. Uh, Deontay, 144. Eric Ebron, 91. 144. That's like... That's a ton of targets. No, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of targets to go yeah, around yeah, here. They, yeah. Now, Na- Najee Harris might eat into some of the targets. Yeah. Because he is the... You know, he is a pass-catching back... So not much, but yeah, he will he will catch passes. But no, Ebron, I'm I'm not touching him. Ebron's definitely a guy I look at like he could be a high end streamer. I could see that rookie taking over. He's coming coming in from Penn State, another tight end U type of thing, and possibly take over, you know, midway through the season. I mean with six hundred pass attempts. Yeah. You know <laughs> Say it again. Six hundred pass attempts. Like you're gonna have all these guys are gonna have some kind of Everybody fantasy eats. Yeah. All right. Division outlook. For actual NFL here, what's your early predictions in the division? I'll, I'll go last. Well, it ain't going to be the Steelers. I'm going to tell you that right now. Or the Bengals. <laughs> the Ravens are going to win the division, and they're all going to make the playoffs except the Steelers. Jeez. <laughs> are you kidding? You've been hanging out no, with I'm Wes? Just because he poured you a glass of whiskey. No, no, I was thinking me? about it, and I'm like, hey, like the Browns are good, too. They are. No, they are. I, I see the Browns they and are. the Ravens in the playoffs. You know, these guys knocking on the door, maybe one makes it. It's all right. Let, leave you're, the Steelers out. I'm sorry, your team's go suck. ahead. Go ahead. You're I, a good fantasy guy. Not so good at <laughs> predictions here. <laughs> I'm I'm taking the early prediction. The Browns take the. I'll, uh, I'll, they'll take the Bengals to win it all. The Browns will take the division. The uh, behind them, I think the Ravens do it. I think you, you won't do it. I think you'll have the Ravens in the playoffs, and so you'll have you'll definitely have the. To me, definitely got the Browns and Ravens in the who's, playoffs. Who's finishing last, Wes? Do it. The uh, uh, I got my hand out. Who's finishing last? No, I mean, like NFL wise, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if the if the Steelers finish last. All right, you, you want to bet on that? Sure. Fifty burger. Yeah. Fifty burger. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> no, I mean, and it's not meant to. No, know, not at all. I'm not, hey, no, no. I'm, I'm not. Hate, I'm not hating on it. I ain't trying to shit on someone being a Steelers fan. It's just. You look at the makeup of these They're teams. They're also arrogant, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're assholes. No, I mean, it's... Damn, you look pa- up Patriots and Cowboy fans. If you look at the AFC North, you look at the makeup of the teams. I think the Browns take the division. I think the Ravens make the playoffs as the wild card. And then, you know, like like in the best-case scenario for the Steelers or Bengals is that one of them is able to sneak in sneak with in. ten, you know, nine or ten wins. I think that'll be the Ravens sneaking in, by the way. It could be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is going to be one of these divisions that's going to beat up on each other yeah. this year. Yeah. I got the Bengals at four. Let's go with the Ravens at three. Browns getting in. And the Steelers are winning the fucking division. Best defense in football. Don't forget that. That ain't happening. It's Best happening. defense in football. They are. I will guarantee they don't <laughs> win the division. <laughs> <laughs> you want that Charles Barkley button, that guarantee button. They're, hey, you're about to lose a lot of money on these Steelers. The, no, no. We we didn't bet they win division. The, oh, I okay. bet they would have finished fourth in the division. Oh, okay. I'm pretty yeah, sure the that's, Browns. That's bucks in my pocket right now. I'm pretty sure the Browns have a better defense than the Steelers. 
Wait, so was your your guys' bet that like who would get last between the Bengals and the Steelers? Yeah. Or no, no, okay. last, last. Okay. He said the Bengals would get. So last. if neither of them get last, then it's a wash. I, I, are we betting who finishes higher? Let's, let's yeah, do that. That's who, fine. who finishes a better record, Bengals or or, or Steelers? Okay. That's where that's what I thought we're betting. Don't be changing on me there, Jeff. It's not even my bet. I don't give a shit. <laughs> they'll, probably, they'll, they'll probably finish with the exact same yeah, they, record. They, yeah, break even. We'll buy a bunch of... Uh, they'll, they'll tie twice we'll during buy some the season. White, we'll, we'll celebrate some White Claws there, Wes. <laughs> Why we watch Ew. the playoffs. Ew. Ew. <laughs> All right. So, that's the division outlook. You know, we got the... Me and Manny as the fans in here. and That, that was fun. And, at you know, being a fan, it's like... I'm not huge on... Like, I've never... I've as a even as a fan of a team, I've never pushed to take players early from my team. No, in no, fantasy. You, you try to leave fa- fanship out of fantasy football. Like you try, I've done it before. You know, we all have. I picked Lamar in the third round last year. I can't stand the Ravens. If anything, I like purposely pass on him. I'm like, no, yeah. like, yeah. what do you mean DeAndre yeah, Hopkins just, just is like here? You, at just 18, like you passed like, at Hopkins, fuck. just like you passed on Hopkins last year. Well, I mean, I had Hopkins and Kyler. That that worked. Hey, hey, hey Homer, hey, it so, worked out though. So fantasy football, I know, like Najee Harris is going to go up ADPs. Najee Harris or Joe Mixon? You, you're picking at like pick 16, yeah, I'm, 17. Najee Harris. I'm not touching Joe Mixon. So right. if you're picking behind me, you can you can guarantee that you'll you'll be able to get Joe Mixon. I think by the time I'm not touching Joe Mixon. I think by the time fantasy drafts start in August or whatever, that it's gonna be those two. Yeah. Close. Early like second. those two are gonna be close. Late yeah. first, early second, yeah. probably early second for both. Yeah. yeah. So uh let's do some off topic here. All right, we got the U.S. Open just started today. Golf. I know you're not a huge golf guy. Huge Jeff. golf guy. <laughs> I think we're, we <laughs> got to start golfing there, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> who who you got? U.S. Open. Who's winning? Give me Kepka. Kepka. Yeah, he's pissed. He's a Tiger Woods guy. Still he's, play. He's been in the news. Nah, yeah, actually, cool. he was just seen out at the LAX a few days ago in, in a full cast there on crutches with his with his with his lady. So it's good to see Tiger out. If yeah, I, I could, if I could name a golfer, I'd pick one. Do, do you think Tiger's <laughs> coming back and playing again? Yeah, but will he be good? Yeah, I think he'll win again. Really? Yeah. Wow. Don't don't I you have to? I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Don't you have to like do a qualifier to yeah, get he, in? Like he'll, it's Tiger Woods. He'll no, qualify. I know he will, but I'm saying like well, it he was has only to earn his key. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean yeah. it, but it was only I think two years ago, year and a half that he won the Masters. Yeah, a year Born and a half ago, he won the Masters. That gave him a five year exemption into every yeah to every major Tiger Tiger. Freaking Woods. Hey, I know you got the docket on top of Sons and Four bring guy. It, bring it. Did you fucking oh, see yeah. that? Oh, that was awesome. That guy, you know. If, Phoenix if, Suns. Phoenix Suns playing the Western Conference Finals, by the way. If you're a Denver guy, like, you're ashamed of your people. The Denver Chicken Nuggets. Yeah. That, that guy had, like, five feet of ground on him and got his ass whooped. Yeah. How, are, how are the Suns going to do in this next round? Oh, man. Without Chris Without Paul. Without Chris no, Paul, it, that's it, what... It's, it's still not, you know, 100% that he's not going to be there. He's out. It's at indefinite time. What do you need from COVID? Two weeks, right? I mean... Two weeks. Yeah. This happened three, four days ago. They don't play for another week, maybe seven, eight days. So, but if, he could be out maybe one or two games. I mean, John Rahm's already playing. It, it, if, he was, yeah, exactly. Well, I read this thing that said if he already had a COVID vaccine and gets the COVID, that... The time isn't as long. Yeah, he's he is the brothers with fucking LeBron. So yeah, he's probably didn't get the vaccine because oh, you know, whatever reason. But if you're a professional, we talked about it last week. Professional mm-hmm. athletes traveling all over the country, all over the world. Get your damn vaccine. What God about what do you guys think about that epic choke job by the 76ers? That was pathetic. That that was pathetic. They're, they're done. They're that done. was that was one of the worst. 
losses Terrible. I've ever seen. Terrible. They were up like what 25, 30 points. They got Ben Simmons was afraid to shoot the ball. And <laughs> here now here was an interesting one I found, kind of off topic, still football. Uh NCAA coach Scott Frost. Oh, he I was saw that, yeah. calling out players about transferring because they get bad information. And he was specifically talking to Christian McCaffrey's brother. And then McCaffrey got on Twitter and was like, didn't you transfer? Mm-hmm. There you and go. so Scott Frost transferred as go. a player when he was in college yeah. and then trying to shit on other players for that's doing the same he, thing. That's why he won't. You can't win in Nebraska anymore. Nobody wants to go to Nebraska. And then I think uh, I think it was Mc, Christian McCaffrey got in there and like, hey, let this be a lesson to you guys playing. This is how coaches treat you yeah. when they don't feel they need I, you anymore. There. I've been there. If you guys didn't know, I played a little D1 baseball. So I had coaches straight up lie on my face. They don't give a shit. You're just a number. Yeah, like you're, it, you're a freaking number to them. They don't care. Don't I know care you guys you. hear hear Manny on the mic, and you're like, eh, like who knows what he looks like, you know? But this five dude, eight, five eight, one hundred eighty five pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> this dude, D one athlete, state champion baseball player, him go. and Weddle on the same starting shortstop, four years in high school. Hey, a state championship that is impressive. Arizona is a baseball baseball state, by the way, at a small school too. Small school, yeah. All right, guys. The respect. Real quick, real quick. I got one. What, what, are, you, what are you bringing up, Wes? You got something? Sign tag cut. I got oh. one for you. Oh, bringing it back. All right. A little, little, little different, you know. Sign tag cut. Cholula hot sauce, Tapatio hot sauce, or Tabasco hot sauce? What, what are we working with? I'm, I'm cutting Tabasco. Uh, I'll sign Cholula <laughs> and tag Tapatio. Tapatio. What about you there, Jeffy? Oh, my God. Are you a hot sauce guy? You, yeah. And you you guys, Indiana boys are you guys into the turned, hot sauce? You guys turned me all like... All Mexican, Mexican Mexicano, <laughs> digging that Mexican food. What was it? Cholula, Cholula, Tapatio, or Tabasco? They're their breakfast take favorites. Tapatia for Tapatio. the long term. <laughs> no, it's Tapatia. It's my auntie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tag uh, the Cholo sauce, and I guess I'll I'll cut Tabasco, Tabasco? since I'm I'm on the border now. I mean Tabasco, so. you can make hell of a hell of a bloody mary there. What do you got, Manny? I got uh, number one. I got uh, Tapatio, Cholula, tapatia. and I, I'm letting go Tabasco. <laughs> tapatia, Tapatia. Tabasco's good too. It's good with eggs, hash browns, but that's pretty much all I use it on. All right, guys. We talked about the news around the league, the AFC North. We did our division outlook and a little off-topic talk, which is yeah, it's always fun. Little getting pretty fun there. So, as I think next week we're going to be talking about NFC South. And then miss the you, AFC, AFC South after that. Wero. Thank you guys for joining us. Yo, Adrian, we did it. Thank you all. You have a great night.